Well, I don't want to. That wasn't at the beginning. I cut it right when. I was going to say, don't you show that shit to mom or somebody. No. I showed, okay, I did show them a clip and I like had to listen to it four times to make sure. I was like, okay, I got to make sure this isn't, <laughs> this isn't layered with like a, anything I can get in trouble Stuff for. we don't want them to hear, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was good, and they they lost it. And it's it, kind of like when I applied for uh, Amazon again. I, I was like, all right, I better go delete all those posts where I said Amazon can suck my dick forever. Uh, although, although uh, I, he's like, I still wish it to be. While true. we're here, Amazon <laughs> suck my dick forever. Oh God, no! There were some fucking great posts. Though. I was like, I was like, hey, how are you gonna get your job back with that? You're like, Shh, I don't know, Lord willing. <laughs> I well, and then I remember uh, what's her uh, faith? What's her name? <laughs> No, she's going to listen to this and be like, that fucker can't remember my name. Anyway, Faith, I remember your name. It's not like I forgot. Uh, it is like that, though. It's a little like that. But you know you know why I forgot. Uh, she was saying something about, like, I wrote, like, Amazon is the ghost that haunts me. And I'm like, okay, I can't deny that because I vaguely remember something about that. But I'm like, I, I, I'd like to think it was joking. And maybe there was... A- I- Okay, so she said that, and I was like, I don't know. There's no way. I was like, I was like, maybe it, to be like an edge lord post or something like that. But I feel like it was more like Amazon's like. I th- okay, so her context was uh, Amazon's like a ghost that haunts me, and I really think it was more like Jesus Christ. Amazon's like a fucking ghost, and it like haunts uh, my. Like she, I, I think it was more like a like a sarcastic. It's all it's all contextual. She missed all the uh, context clues. <laughs> yeah, well, because I, I I I vividly remember you doing like like uh you're like. Amazon is like the diarrhea after like a, a Mexican meal or something like that. Along, with, I was like, okay, I feel you. Speaking of which, after uh, a particular I, Taco Bell run, <laughs> uh, all three of them. I've been to Taco Bell three times in my entire life by myself. Uh, yeah, as an adult, when you're able to make that choice, and all of them, I was like, wow, this is it's pretty good. It is, okay, let me say say in the, in the in the large text of everything. I didn't want to use the word context again, but there it is. Uh, our like our parents are very uh, um, strict. Not 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 strict. I don't know if that's the word I would use, but like they they were they're very like selective on what kind of food that they would eat and what kind of food they would allow us, allow us to eat. Which is not to say that they let they made us eat healthy, but I was gonna say uh, <laughs> not to be confused with health conscious. Just certain things were either <laughs> a too expensive or b not very good. And so there's a lot of food places we didn't try growing up because we're like, oh, I can't afford to eat there, or oh, their food sucks. And uh, I'm still, it's still ingrained in my head that, like, Taco Bell, it has uh, piss-poor food, don't eat there. So, like, it's this weird thing. It's almost like, (laughs) it's just weird, but it's almost like when I quit being religious, when you're just like, oh, it's so ingrained in your head that it's hard to, like, shift from, like, Christian to atheist. Catholic guilt isn't exclusively for Catholics either. No, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know that... I think it's just Protestant guilt guilt. is a thing, yeah. (laughs) Just Christian guilt. But no, but it's, it's more like... I don't know. It's more. It's more no, of like I, a fun term for some reason. I felt like trash eating there. If that makes sense. I like, remember the first time I went to Farmer Boys. In line, I was like, I am trash. I'm, sure, I'm a trash person now. And then uh, I don't know. I was like, this, this is fucking great. Although Drew was right. Faith, relay this to Drew when you're listening. He's like, they will put sour cream in things. That yeah. You would like why? He had like, to walk me through that too. I was just like, what? Because I remember I ordered something. I was like, why is there quesadilla or or uh, not quesadilla, but. Whatever the thing you just said is. I had a so <laughs> sour cream. <laughs> My bad. I'll run you through it. I the f- first time I went there, I was like, "Oh, Jacob's like, you want to get wings?" And I was like, "Yeah." And I like went up the boulevard or whatever because you uh, broken dreams. Sure, um, I'm familiar. And I was like, "Oh, Taco Bell." I'm kind of feeling like a quesadilla, and I remember they use like real cheese and nacho cheese, 
And I was like, okay, that kind of sounds dank right now because I'm feeling like trash. And uh, <laughs> uh, dude, nacho cheese is an immediate like, no thanks for me. You don't like it? No, nah, I don't. It's it's just Even not. Nachos, it's just though? not my cheese, you know. So it's like it's not the people's cheese. Yeah, I got so you. It's not nacho cheese. <laughs> but also, uh, no, I don't like it. It's not good. I don't no, like nachos. I, I like that. nachos with some fucking shredded uh, cheddar on there. If you're gonna make I it, I love homemade nachos. Yeah, stick that shit in the oven on a. I love the nachos in Death Proof. Uh, with fucking Kurt Russell when he orders the nachos and you're like, damn, those look good. Like even in Step Brothers at the very beginning, yeah. If we get which is I, just like sprinkled ch- cheese over chips, how, yeah. How, you know, we've seen a lot of movies. We have nacho cinema knowledge. Well, uh, Michelle's <laughs> always talking about like uh, uh, pizza that looks good in certain movies, and you're like, I can't definitely. One of them I forgot uh, is the. Did you ever? I mean, I know you saw, but do you remember seeing uh, uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven when we were growing up? Yeah, there's a part where he has like a pizza that's like super cheesy and just like slides out of his hand. See, what comes to mind is Goofy movie. Goofy movie, yeah, has a has a spectacular depiction of pizza. Oh no, it is pizza. Except for uh, the pizza in the Goofy movie has like like the way they drew it's so like erotic kind of. It's like well, it's like sliding off like the whole time. Like it's undressing the pizza. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. I feel like it's probably just because it's fun to draw like a super cheesy pizza, you know. I don't know. It was like the context. There's like it's cheesy. It's cheesy pizza. Oh, fair. Okay. Well, I I don't know if that was a loaded joke or not, but I thought it was funny. Uh, loaded baked potato. Oh, uh. Well, let me let me. Do you? Fuck. I can't talk. Have you ever seen those like documentaries where they, like show you how they film like commercials for food? It's fucking interesting. No, but is it, like a it's full like, documentary or? Well, like on YouTube, there's like 15 minute videos or whatever. But like, uh, I think Jacob's here. Yeah, he's here. Um. Like, have you seen that where, like, when they do, like, pizza, like, they would literally screw down the um, the, the pizza to, the like, a wood board, so when they pick it up, the cheese always drags, so it's like, ooh, look huh. at how gooey our cheese is. If I did I'm not see... mistaken, that's from a Domino's commercial where they're talking about how, like, it's all fake. I saw a thing on Cracked one time where they used, like, a chip clip on the back of a, a, a burger so that they could push all the all the stuff to the front where they, where they take a picture of it, you know? Really? Like, when you see a Burger King burger on a commercial... It's like you can you can physically see underneath the bun like all of the ingredients, which in reality all you see is like a bun, and then like it's they squish the bun on top of the ingredients, yeah. you know. So it's like when they do that, they use like a chip clip to hold. Or this is what I saw on Cracked, I think it was to hold like the back of the burger so it doesn't fall apart where while all the rest of it's being pushed out the front, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dirty, my dude. You want to pull on up? Here's my question. Uh, we we oh, hold on. Let me preface this. We decided to do like a little mini podcast before the cast. Well, that's what I was going to say. I've I've been listening to uh, a podcast. It's fucking great called My Favorite Murder lately. And they do what they call mini-sodes where they just like, because people submit hometown murders, they call them there, where it's like you're like if you, in the home, I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. In in your hometown, if there was a murder, you could submit one to their podcast and they will read about it on like 10 minute episodes. And I was like, Thinking, do you think we should like do that? Maybe so at some point, like 10, 20 minute episodes enough, or something. Uh, we have more like murders than in the, like, no, not murders. I mean, just uh, twenty minute episodes, <laughs> like shorter episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know. What it was like we have a lot of murders, but I don't think we have a lot of like s- like serial. Killers. Yeah, they're not like unsolved mystery murders. They're just like gang I, killings. Murders are solved like immediately. Oh, there wasn't there like a a guy. I think like killed his best friend in Redlands or something a couple years ago, and it was what. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I th- I think we know what he said. I think he said a, and I was just like, okay. Well, anyway, uh, Red- Redlands I, murder. I, well, hold on. Even in what he said, I feel like I know who he was re- referring to. Sure, that's fine. Okay. 
Uh, no, yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> He's signaling me to lap bandit. Uh, no, yeah, that's fine with me. I would. I was thinking, I was like, we could even throw this one on at the beginning of the new one or release them separately. Because inevitably when we start a Patreon, we're going to have to do update episodes anyway uh-huh. or exclusives. And like these ones could be the exclusives where... Well, how long did we go on this one? It doesn't feel very long. Uh, we're, we're at 10 minutes. Uh, I mean... That doesn't feel, it was going by quick for me until you said something. Well, no, my, my thing is it's like, well, Jacob just showed up. It's like, do you want to um, eat some pizza while we keep talking, I guess? Let's do that. That's fine. <laughs> I will say you can get on this mic and I can play some Zelda, you sick fuck. I don't, you can't play Zelda and eat pizza at the same time. I don't want to. That's fair. Dude, okay, did you see in. where on the, okay. Unless you, hold on, I know. Uh, if you want to sit over here, the hookah's right here, and I can stretch that mic when you're ready to talk, or you can just eat now and then move over there later. You want to just. Just eat now and move over there later. Just insert in here, I'll just help you get rid of that. Anyone uncircumcised here? Uh. I can help you. <laughs> We have a cigar cutter here. I feel like we need to just again, been, again, context. So just context clues <laughs> should be the title of this episode. Uh, I feel like that's come up before and we didn't use it, or we did use it. Maybe context clues. I use that's that phrase a, that's a lot. That's a buzzword. Yeah, that's a that's a popular one for me. Uh, I was gonna say there's a lot of a lot of iPhone talk that we'll probably wait till Bryce gets here to talk about, but no, because he didn't get one. Me and you were exclusive. We had exclusive rights to that because we bought them. Oh, oh, well, I thought he had. Okay, never mind. Anyway, who fucking cares? <laughs> I was gonna say we watched that. You woke me up that one morning to watch that. Uh, the the press Don't conference. Act like you didn't tell me the night before to wake you up. I think you said, "Oh, I'm gonna watch that. Do you want to watch it?" And I was like, "Oh, sure." No. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I remember specifically him going. Uh, what time is it up? 10? I think I can get up for that. Wake me up for that. Yeah. It wasn't like you were like, dude, I will cut my pants if you Maybe wake me up I was just It was just like, dude, come on. Upset because I think you threw a pillow at me or something to get me to wake up? No. Dude, I was so mad at you the other night, and I couldn't tell if you were fucking with me or not, where I was like, Rob, do you have the remote? And then you would go, and I was like, okay, uh, can I have the remote? And then you literally were like rolling over and scratching your leg, and like, you know how it makes that like, that, that, like that, that sound that you noise. love it's not that I, I don't love it it just sounds painful and I'm like he's damaging himself like, yeah. he needs to be careful I feel bad for you um, eczema is no joke people it fucking sucks yeah Rob he's right here dude <laughs> like, well you know what's fucking crazy about that is it's like you don't know you're doing it because you're like asleep and like I'll yeah. wake up and I'm just scratching my wrist like ah oh, fuck I did it again like yeah. so there was a long time where I slept with like uh, fucking uh, like scientist gloves on but what's fucking crazy is like you'll wake up in the morning and they'll be gone and you're like oh I took them off in my sleep somehow a midnight sesh, dude. Probably, I don't know. Like, yeah, I remember one time Sean came over and I had a, I had like a box of like rubber gloves that mom got because she works at a hospital and they give her free samples. So she's like, I don't need these, but you'll use them. And I threw them under my bed and like didn't even really use them to be honest. And then <laughs> Sean came over one time. I was like, dude, what are these for? Like jerking off or something? I was like, rubber gloves? Like I don't know. I don't know how he made that jump, but I was just like, what am I like a prostitute? Like I'm gonna jerk someone off with it's rubber like, gloves? Like that are on the go. Dude, quick cleanup. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. I was like, I don't, I don't have like picking up dog shit. I was to say, I don't have five. <laughs> you turn it inside yeah, out. I don't have five like differently sized mini dicks that like I could put into a glove. Well, so I don't know. Easy there, buddy. Some of us do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to. I don't safe space. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what no. was the whole point though? Before no, okay, okay, the so my remote point was that I was like, iPhones. hey. So I had work. It was Tuesday. Or no, it was Monday night. But I was I had to get up early for Tuesday, and I was like, I need something to be on. First of all, let me preface this by saying 
our air conditioning sucks ass right now in our house. Like, it's so bad. Like, at night, it, even though it's, like, 75 outside, it feels like it's 82 in our room. And I feel like just cracking the window, but I don't want moths in that cat. Yeah, that's the... I mean, you can't even crack the window now because it's like, well... We not have, a, we have a, a problem where this other cat is homies with our cat, and we'll try and sneak into our house and, like, think that we're, like, so dumb that we'll just adopt him, too. Well, that's what happened with the first cat, so... <laughs> well, she was pregnant. I feel like it was, like, a pity party. Um, but anyway, so, like, I can't just crack the window. And then uh, the TV went off. I was like, are you still watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? And I was like, I'm trying. That's the fucking worst, dude. Like, I would pay an extra dollar a, a month for that feature to be I gone. always think about that. I'm like, I would pay more money if it didn't ask me that. But anywho, uh, I was like, Rob, uh, I got the remote. And then you, like, literally didn't do anything. So I do this thing where, like, I'll tap something and kind of try to make a loud noise because sometimes that wakes you up, but my voice won't. I do that because sometimes you sleep through your alarm for, a, for like, a very long time, and I'll just sit there and be like, how much longer is he going to sleep? And then I'll, like, I'll hit the bookcase really hard, and you'll, like, turn it off and then go back to sleep. And then it goes on again in five minutes. I'm so, I, <laughs> I apologize. That's just how I wake up. That's fair. It's fucked. I understand. Uh, well, like, even today, I was like, uh, I need, what, what? Today's Friday. I had to be up early as fuck. Um, I've learned recently, and I'll get back to the story, but it, it pertains to it, that if you wake up before your alarm or after and you're wide awake, do not go back to bed. Like, because I've done that before. Like, uh, Monday, I went to bed, woke up. It was 6.15. I was like, I don't have to be up until 7. So I went back to bed. I was groggy as shit and couldn't, like, function after that. But when I was up at 6.15 or whatever, I was like, dude, I'm kind of, like, wide awake right now. That sucks. When you wake up and you're just awake and it's, like, too early and you're like, I'm sure no. you know about that, Jake, because like, you, you've gone to school and all that. Like, it's almost just better to just stay awake for a half hour than to go back to sleep. You can get some coffee or do whatever you want to do. But anyway, back to the story. I was like, Rob. And you're like, yeah, what's up? And then literally fell back to sleep mid-sense. And I was like, okay, you're on the remote. Can I have the remote? And then you're like, you just started scratching your stomach and then started scratching your ankle. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> because me, if you remember correctly, earlier that day I had the fan. And I was like, can you turn the fan on? And you kept hitting oh, the wrong... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that went on for so fucking long. He hit the wrong buttons on my fan over and over again. He kept hitting the auxiliary thing, so it started turning left and right. I was like, no, turn it up. And then he put it on low, and I was like, pardon me. And he's like, yeah, is this it? And I was like, no. But it's troll because I think it's so many buttons. Yeah, I was gonna say it. that thing has like forty different modes on it instead and of just cold. He was cold. sitting there like it was like he's playing an arcade machine. He's like, doop, boop, 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 boop. and I was like, that's not it. But so I thought you were fucking with me again, and I literally was like, God damn it, and just rolled over and went to bed. And then like twenty minutes later, you're like, huh? Oh, TV. And then you turn the TV on yourself, and I was like, all right, well, I guess I should just wait next. Oh, time. I do remember that. I remember being like, I remember waking up and being like, oh, I think Willie wanted me to. Like I like I think I heard you yell at me and I was just like yeah I got it like but it, like I don't know I think I vaguely remember that okay you acknowledge what would happen you're like yeah okay yeah, I gotta turn the TV back on and I then think you I literally, literally passed out again. I think I literally was like oh my bad dude and put it on <laughs> that's weird we're both really bad about that we're like I I am really hard to wake up and he's can fall asleep mid mid sentence or whatever. Like, you'll literally be also, I mean, like, oh, yeah, cool, dude. And you're like, mm. for someone like you always fall asleep on the remote. So it's like I, I just give up. Like, I'm like in the morning, I, I literally will turn on my computer on Netflix and then put up Family Guy or something and be like, I, OK, it's, it's usually just me forgetting. Yeah, that's fair. But it's I, like annoying as fuck. I feel bad. for. <laughs> I, was any, like, I was actually thinking about buying you a remote control for your birthday or, or your Christmas or something as like a, a fuck you gift, but also a gift. I would love that gift. That's, that's thoughtful. <laughs> that's a gift I could love, too. Yeah. Well, with the new iPhone, you don't have to worry about that because you can literally control like lights and shit with it. Nice. We well, should get those dimmer light bulbs though, because sometimes I want to like 
in the daytime, I don't want it to be dark in my room, but because you get that like that nice tonal shift of like really bright to like kind of just soothing and like kind of like those stupid salt lamps everybody's buying. Yeah, those well, are literally just as everyone I know like, has those. It's not that I don't think they don't work. I think people are just misunderstanding that the light is just looking soothing rather than it actually giving you good vibes. It just has like it's a really soft light. I think it just looks cool. That too, but like when you study film or whatever, you learn about hard lighting and soft lighting, and like hard lighting is literally to show all your face's features, and soft lighting is kind of make you look. It's just everything's tonally very easy to look at, and like you can make anyone who looks ugly look really pretty with a soft lighting. So I think that when you have those, it's like a Himalayan salt lamp or something like that. It's literally um, just a fucking crystal thing on top of like a really bright light. What it does is gives like an orange glow to the room. Kind of, Jimmy had one in his house. You remember that? It was like in the back corner. Also, every time we record, I get like a stuffy nose in my left nose it, it, without fail. Is Jacob's mic on? Um, I didn't know he was on the mic. Oh, I was like, Which well, number is you're asking him questions. I'm like, is his mic even on? Uh, two. Two? Let me give you Let me give you a test. We're on the fly today. It's, oh, so it's, it's very like no, DIY. Say no thing. <laughs> this is just a pre-gamer. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You sound good. All right. Cool. I'm gonna check back in on the headphones because I hate wearing them. I feel like everyone's looking at me. What do you mean? What do you mean? Well, it just I'm just like you oh, DJ, dude. I literally never thought that, so <laughs> doth my nugs bequeath me? Also, watching those rhythm roulette things like just really makes you wanna like fuck with uh, you know, like downloading I- I yeah. stopped talking about it for a while because I was like, oh, everybody's just not into it. But then I realized that, I'm like, just into it, but it's just fucking money, Yeah, school dude. started for me, and it's just like, fuck, like, I got to study again. That's one of those things where I'm, like, low-key, I'm, like, every now and again, I'm just, I, I'll put on uh, that Jedi guy or whatever. The, the Oh, uh, Ninth Wonder. Like, yeah, Ninth Wonder. He, he's wearing a shirt that says, like, uh, DJ. Black Jedi. Yeah, Black Jedi. I just, I'll put that on every now and again. I'm like, that's inspiration. Dude, that video, like. She came through. Yeah, that one, that's, like, the only video that has, like, the most views from that, uh, that it's series. It's literally the one where a dude actually took the three records and made one beat out of them. That's what I thought they were well, all That dude's also be. just like a producer for like Nas and like a bunch of like other... Have you noticed Nas talks daughters. about the world and all the songs? He's like, if I rule the world. Yeah, and like, he's like, whose <laughs> world is this? Like, there's a lot of he's, world There's records. a lot of questions going on too. Yeah, that's like, true. <laughs> yeah. I just thought that was funny. Yeah. I shared it on Facebook. And, uh, did you see that where it was like on uh, Arsenio Hall? He had like a, a cypher. I did watch that actually. It was like a. That is so fucking cool. It was like Tribe Called Quest, like Wu Tang Clan. It and was like Tribe Called Quest, CL Smooth. Wu Tang Clan, uh, MC Light, yeah. um, Gangstar. Both of them were there. Yeah. And then um, fucking. Like literally the coolest lineup ever. Even people like uh, Dos Effects was there. So cool. <laughs> yes, Dos Effects so 13 cool. seconds. Yeah. He's like. He's like uh, then like I don't know, it's just like the coolest thing ever because it goes Gangstar and then Wu Tang and everyone loses their shit. Yeah. And I'm like, that was a crazy. I'd love to watch that now. <laughs> yeah, it's super old, but it's like it's from like literally 1988 or 89. That's okay. Or it's not like super that. old, but well, it's Arsenio, so it's gotta be. Well, like, his yeah. song's really young, so if you think about it, that is kind of really old. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, Arsenio, fucking Bill Clinton like, played the saxophone back in '92 or whatever. He did. <laughs> yeah, to, like Bill Clinton played the saxophone on, on Arsenio Hall, like right before. Oh he got, yeah, uh, what like, the hell? That was yeah, because he was like, that was his like, hey guys, I'm cool. <laughs> it was. <one laughs> That's why in the Animaniacs, there's that line where it's like Bill Clinton plays the sax. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got it. Yeah. You don't put those things together until you're a much older gentleman. Yeah, that's that's the that's the best part about like revisiting shit. Like if you ever watch cartoons now that you're older that you used to watch, which they don't expect you to do, you see so much shit where you're like, oh, let's see what you got, what you got through there. I know. You can cough on me. <laughs> cough on the mic, dude. Spit some bars. Um, <laughs> Spit hot fire, good. dude. 
I've been listening to like nothing but Gangstar recently when I'm driving alone and all that. Like I, I've always loved Gangstar, but like I, I they're like up there with Wu Tang with me now. I'm like, this is lit. Like, I think it's I, what triggered it was finding out like every episode of the upcoming Luke Cage show is named after a Gangstar song. Yeah, like the. Cool. Just that show. I'm pretty hyped for Luke Cage. Like, that's gonna. It, it we'll got get, uh, <coughs> 8 out of 10 on IGN, and like, they usually get yeah. shit reviews to everything. So, like, it's. It feels like good. every time we hang out lately, we're like, oh, I wish there was something to watch. Like, you blaze through Atlanta so fast, and it's like. Yeah, yeah. it's like after every episode of Atlanta, I'm like, God damn it, I want to see the next one. Though. I know. Like, it always show, leads you. Like, so I definitely want to wait for Vice before we get too much into it, because, like, I feel like. And Jordan, too, who's he? Who's only, he's only seen episode <laughs> two. We won't I, watch do, one I mean, I would honestly watch him again. Like, it's such a fucking good uh, yeah, show. It's I'd so. It, it's, I will say this. Who, uh, it's written by his brother and him. That scene like affected me the same way both times, which is how you know it's a great fucking scene. That usually only happens in movies for me, where they're like laughing at the guy who's mentally handicapped in the in the jail oh, yeah. thing, and then he spits water on a guard, and they immediately start beating the shit out of him. It goes from like a really happy, campy scene to like a really serious, like oh my god. Both times I was like Jesus Christ. Like there's also it's Jason Bourne. It's all, <laughs> I, I feel like for me, because it's like I'm not obviously I'm not trying to like manage a hip hop act, but it's like you watch that show and and the whole like message of that show is it's like you you have to sometimes you literally just have to sacrifice having a good life to be able to follow your dreams, and it's like I don't know, man. Like I feel that more and more remember, lately when we talk about yeah, it with screenwriting remember, and I, podcasting I and with, stuff. It's like I say this with, I say this with white privilege because true, I, yeah. Have, always no, always but, keep in mind to run it through a white prism, a white a white privilege prism, which I feel like would be a great title for this like episode. A white privilege prism. I like that. <laughs> it's a grain of salt, but remember that grain of salt is salty because it's white privilege. Uh, the, I was reading before the show even aired that it's about being black, and I was like, well, what does that mean? And then I, you watch it, you're like, oh, I get it, like a hundred percent, like even like like. The way, uh, especially after like watching videos and all that, like the way black people view black cops is like they're not even black, which is like even in that show, the black cops like they disrespect their own people. You know what I mean? Mm. Like when he's in jail, he's like, "Man, shut up!" Like that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is like a joke on there. But like when you read into like the, the <coughs> context of it, you're like, "Oh, okay, I get it." It's also just got like it's got like. And again, I say as a white person who has no knowledge of like being oppressed. I mean. No, I don't have any knowledge of it because we're white. We we're Irish and Indian or Native American, which is like the. I the always feel it's a super douchey of like of the Americas and Ireland. It's like a super douchey move though when, when people are like, "Oh, I'm Native American, so I know suffering too." It's like I, I mean, don't. unless you're like full on Native American, sure. But if you're us, where you're like barely, it's because I see people all the time who are like, "Well, I'm Irish, so you know my my people are also oppressed." It's like yeah, no, it's we're ninety percent Irish, though. Let's be real on both sides. Like mom's <laughs> mom's last name is McNeely. Yeah. McNeely. Well, That's Irish as fuck. I'm just, I'm sorry. But no, I don't know anything about Irish bombs or, or like uh, civil war in Ireland. No, of course I don't. But like I get it. I get that black people are still being oppressed this day. As an Irish Native American male, I've not been oppressed once. I can understand that. So I say that with all due respect, of course. But it's an interesting because it's like I feel like if you talked to me like a couple of years ago, I'd have argued a lot and been like, no, it's, that's not true. But it's like. It's not. There's a difference between like. I've been stopped by the police twice now, and both times I was like, I literally. It's very pleasant. As You're fucked like, up as it sounds, I literally was like, I wonder if this would have gone differently if I wasn't white, and I think it would have. So there you go. That's all I have to say on that. Negative like I said, I, I think it's like there's a difference between being oppressed, which we're not obviously, and just being like dirt poor. You're oppressed by autism. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, uh, I'm oppressed by my depression uh, <laughs> on an almost daily basis. Oppression, I don't know if that counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a depression is an oppression. Yeah, same. Uh, I'm oppressed by fucking American Express because they want me to pay back what I owe. I, I plus <laughs> stuff on top of it too. So. Let me run. Uh, I have a, a comedy bit that I I'm sure someone else has made this joke before, but it's something I thought of on, on my own. Um, 
at work, and I was because I literally my, I got an email. It was like Willie Jackson, and I'll, I'll get it. I was like, the bit would just be like, man, like uh, I'm doing really good financially. Even my bank, my uh, bank's emailing me and telling me good job. It says I have an outstanding balance. <laughs> 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 I thought that was funny. I mean, I shared it with Rob. He thought it was funny. Yeah, got it. I'm sure someone's made that joke before, but like I. Because I, I got two emails, one from Chase and one from uh, Amazon. It was like, you have an outstanding balance. And I was just like, why, thank you. <laughs> Which is why I posted that fi- a photo. Of, like Verizon was like, hey, bro, you, your, your bill's due. It's like 100 something. I was like, I get paid Friday, fam. Even though it's like, do not reply. <laughs> it's like, no, no. Refuse, no. Every time it's like, do not reply, I'm like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I just go, are you ignoring me? Dude, I remember. Please text me back. Like in the fucking early days of internet, uh, like AOL 95 or something. Uh, no, Windows 95 would have been just like AOL, AOL 2 or 3 or whatever. I can't remember when we first got AOL, but it was definitely not from the... Because remember it'd be like, new 8.0 is coming out. And you'd be so fucking hyped to go to Walmart and get the demo disc for like the new... Uh, AOL, you know what I'm saying? Do you remember that yeah, at all? Exa- I, I remember <coughs> very clearly, actually. I remember those discs you get with 500 <coughs> minutes on them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just enough time. To That's so fucking weird to think about now because it's so different. Oh, sidebar. Uh, I was drag. I was lifting it, and Robert's phone was on there, and he like freaked oh, out. Oh yeah, and don't I slash your wrist on that because so it's it, nothing's right. actually broke on it. But if you look where the, the lift the duct tape up slightly real quick. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I, I shattered a little bit. That part is replaceable though, so. Maybe get, get some cardboard or something and duct tape it to that, just so we don't actually. Cut we probably ourselves. could just literally duct tape it. That way, it's not True. jagged. Just uh, just so we can keep providing quality content. Well, to our listeners, I remember what Jordan did on July Fourth, where he loaded up an ice chest and put the hookah box on top of the ice chest and drug it out of the suburban three feet up. So I feel like if anyone was to hurt themselves on it, it would be him. Oh boy. And that's not a judgment. That's just like Jordan also sliced his finger open in our house later that night. So if oh yeah, was to get hurt, it would be him. <coughs> And also, Jordan gave me a fucking anxiety attack the other night. We were sitting on the couch watching a, a podcast, uh, and he was playing with one of Bryce's new knives, and like the entire time, I was just imagining getting stabbed. I was like, no! What's, uh, what's going on? Do you want me to move it? Yeah, no, I was going to take a couple. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I thought you were like asking me to undo no. the hose. Um, oh okay. I was but like, yeah, he was doing that. On? He was like carving something, and I was just like, I literally had like the. Oh yeah, remember we used to whittle. If you look on our Instagram, there's that picture of that yeah, finger we whittled. Yeah, we all contributed to that too, which was rad. You're right. I found <coughs> the sharp the carving tools, which is cool. But Bryce got this new fucking crazy knife, and I'm like sitting there watching Jordan like carve shit, and I'm like, that's gonna stab me. Like just <laughs> the entire time. Like I have, I don't even smoke weed, but I had like a high moment. And I was like, that's gonna fucking kill me. <laughs> and I just imagine like a gaping hole in my leg. I'm like, no. Could you? No, I'm dead now because I have a hole in my And then I had another thought was like, the cops will never find this place because it's so goddamn hidden. Yeah, they're like, where are you guys? Uh, like when I ordered flaming... a pizza the other day and I had to had to walk all the way up the fucking driveway. Officer, it's the flaming mailbox. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say that to the the person delivering the pizza, so I was just like, uh, yeah, I'll just be out there. I yelled it to you and then you just ignored it and walked outside. I was like, okay, I feel I feel like he ignored it because it's embarrassing. Yeah, and it was a, a much longer walk than I anticipated <laughs> to get pizza too. I was like, there's also this awkward moment where I was like, oh, I hope I can tip on the on the card because I didn't have any cash. And it was, and it showed like a spot for a tip. So I wrote in a tip, and then I like handed her back their seat, and I was just like, uh, uh, I, "I left you a tip on the on the card, so you're all good." And then she was like, oh, "Okay," like, <laughs> like it, it was very awkward. Like I just like I just wanted to know. It's like I, I didn't screw you. Uh, that happens in my work sometimes, where uh, someone will be like, "Wait, let me see that receipt again," and I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna put a tip on there," and they'll just like scratch it. Like, sorry, I fucked up the math on there. I'm like, "Oh," and they don't put anything on there. It's a huge bummer. Yeah. 
Everyone's all checking their phones at the same time. Well, like, I'm trying to decipher <laughs> what the fuck. Oh, how yeah. Is the concert? Yeah. There, that's not an O, dude. On house? I know. What the fuck is it. that? Oh, is Bryce uh, doing a concert at the... Bryce Jordan and Kirsten. Church Arena? Yeah. Um, that's why they said they'll come over later and we'll record again, but... Uh, See, I'm like, what else can we talk about that I, I, that I don't want them to, like, miss out on? <laughs> um... I talked to Roxanne. Uh, I told her, I was like, dude, you don't have to find another red light, honestly. All right. Somebody somebody had to finally tell her that, you know. It's yeah. been long enough. Uh, no, nah, dude, I'm good. I'll maybe in a little bit. I had Del Taco, and it lit my guts up. I can't do this on oh, my own. I can't do it. No, not that. Yeah. Just uh, technical difficulties. That's not even technical. <laughs> Technically, it's difficult. No. For me right now, <laughs> Jesus! Dude, I wish I had footage of this. I don't. I don't ever want to see this again in my life. Just wrap it through the fucking. Oh my god. Okay. All right. We're we. Are. I can't wait till you pass it. I do. Uh, all right. <laughs> I asked her. I was like, "Do you guys?" I was like, "Okay." So one time I used to TA in the office, and I noticed you guys had this big ass fireproof like safe looking thing for documents. I saw that there was a lot of pink slips in there. Do you have our reprimands? From like 2005 to like 2014 or, or 10 rather, and she's like, "No, they threw those away a long time ago." I was like, "Oh, are you kidding me?" And I told her, I "Was like, you realize how gold those are? Like my permanent record. Like between all of us, including like Jordan, Bryce, and uh, even Drew, if he was here, mm-hmm. uh, got to be over 300 like reprimands. A lot, yeah, over for sure. Seven years for me, and then like or six years, uh, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, yeah." And then Robert, four years. Drew, four years. Jordan and you, you were for like six years, pro- or four years probably. So like, the, I, I got like 40 a year, easily. Drew went there his whole life, so I think. Oh, right? yeah. There's like one Although, and Drew will, it's like Drew was caught pissing in the bathroom sink. <laughs> Drew will tell you, like, he didn't really get in trouble until me and Sean showed up, so. Well, I mean, sometimes you need some examples to be a good boy. It's good pizza. <laughs> Fast shout out to Fast Fives, dude. Sponsored. What did Drew's like? Only, real friends would get their uh, fam fast five instead of little sh- seizures. <laughs> little seizures. I don't want to offend anybody with seizures though. I read this article about this shitty teacher who looks a lot like uh, people that would teach at Calvary or whatever. That it's like Ontario teacher allegedly told student lick me where I fart. And at first I was like, is that like a sexual thing? And it's like, no, it's her being sassy. She's like, lick me where I fart. That, when you told me that earlier, I, I envisioned a dude for some reason. Like that doesn't sound like something a grown woman would say. <laughs> like a grown man, maybe, but I don't know. Oh, also, man? when you say Ontario, is it Ontario, California, Canada. Or, or Canada? Okay. I think Canada. California. Like, I, well, then it would make more sense to me. Maybe she was French and was like... Where I fart, eh? She was trying to like be vicious, maybe. and she was like... Uh, I can't fake a French accent, but she was like... You're like, oi, governor. What do French people sound like? Like, who's your go-to Frenchman? <laughs> Just the laughter in general? <laughs> well, was that from all that? Where he's wearing the, the bat? <laughs> yeah, <yellow>? Pierre Escargot. <laughs> 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 Jesus, dude. What was, like, the whole bit with that? Just that, like, he would... He would uh, teach you French words, right? He would speak actual French, I think, and then the uh, the subtitle would just be some random-ass nonsense, and it's like... I just remember one time, like, he like he said something that was super long, like, way longer than normal, and then it just said yes on the bottom, <laughs> and I was like, that's <laughs> fucking great. Like, that show was lit. 
Um, yeah, I would love for that show to come back, but also be funny. Does it hold up? Have you watched it? I don't know, but I just assume if it, if they brought it back, I wouldn't be interested in it. Kind of like Girl Meets World. I'm just like whatever about that. Fuller House. Yeah, same. I watched two episodes of that, and I was like, "Dude, where's the cyanide pill, and how do I take it?" I watched like the first episode, and yeah, it's real bad. I used to love watching that show in the morning when you get up for school. But it was like it was real bad too back then. But that's the weird thing when you think about like what was completely serious back then. Like it wasn't meant to be like, look how crazy and stupid it is. But it, but now it is. It's like you can't write that same kind of style of show anymore because now you're just doing it ironically. Back then it was like serious. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's kind of like when with Grindhouse when they tried to make Grindhouse movies. It's like well, if you set out to make that thing, you're kind of fucking it up. Because, like, you, you don't make a Grindhouse movie on purpose. You do it on accident. Kind of like you don't make a cult movie on purpose either. Like, it just happens. Like, Donnie Darko, he wasn't like, oh, I'm going to make a movie that no one, go, that go, no one goes to see but becomes a big deal on DVD. Like, no yeah. one plans that. I agree. Although I feel like Kevin Smith is trying to do that now. As much as I love Kevin Smith. I don't yeah. know. I'm just, I, Yoga Hosers is out now, and I really want to watch it. But I'm, there's this thing where I'm like I, lo- like, I love Kevin Smith so much, and I haven't stopped listening to any of his podcasts, so I know everything about it. And, like, every time he talks about it, I'm just like, I don't think it's for me. And maybe this is the problem. Like, it's, he certainly is, is, will tell you that it's, not, it's meant for, like, a younger girl audience and stuff, which is fine. But, like... But how much of that is a defense mechanism versus... True, it does feel like that. But my point is, like, it, maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe it's literally not for me, and that's why I don't, I'm not really... Like, I'm interested because it's Kevin Smith, but I'm not really interested in that thing, you know? Yeah, it sounds good, huh? Yeah, it sounds really good. Uh, it's kind of like, okay. Quick sidebar, though. If you notice, if you ever watch those uh, Rhythm Roulettes or anything Massfield, they have these headphones on almost all of them. These are the $400 Audio Technical ones. Mm. The other side of that, though. You very get a chance. Listen to vinyl with these. It sounds incredible. Is uh, like Martin Scorsese has a uh, almost four-hour movie coming out this year or, or early next year. I don't know. You got to pay your respects. That's about... Um, Christian missionaries in like 1600s Japan, and I'm like, there. The only there's only two things that really interested me there is like is Japan and and Martin Scorsese, but it's like the rest of that I'm like, oh, that sounds boring as fuck to me, and yet still I'm gonna go see it, and I'm kind of excited to see it because you're like, well, maybe he'll turn me around, but I don't have that kind of enthusiasm for yoga hosers where I'm like, it sounds like something I don't want to see, and and I don't think it's gonna like disprove me according to all the because all the reviews i've been hearing are like yeah that's what i w- was thinking was going to happen yeah like there's some reviews are saying like it's literally an unfinished movie and i was like i can kind of tell like i kind of think too he started writing one movie and then was like i don't know how to end this oh i'll just you know what i'll do i'll just make it weird like i think he started writing like a movie that was literally clerks but with two teenage girls in canada and then and was I don't like think he has that writing style anymore well, yeah, but it's like, well, then don't try to, like, do that still if you can't. I don't know. It well, just seems you, weird. how do you tell your daughter, sorry, I can't write that kind of movie anymore when she wants to be one of your Well, movies. how's he going to do Clerks 3 or Mall Rats 2? You know what I'm saying? What he's been talking about doing, which I'm not, now I'm starting to wonder if he'll ever do those because he's kind of, like, taking his time with it, and it's like, well, now he's going to he's, – he's directing Supergirl, The Flash, and now that – um, what is it? Uh, Buckaroo Banzai for um, – for Amazon, and it's like, okay, when, when does that leave time? Season, oh, I didn't hear about that. That's going to be different. Well, how's he going to fucking... It's going to look weird compared to all the other ones. It'll probably look more like a movie, I'd imagine. Um, I, I agree. I haven't really... I really thought he stri- he was hitting a stride with Red State, and then Tusk was really good. I would say Red State's probably his best movie in the past five years. Red State is a le- legitimately good movie that I feel like... 
if it didn't have Kevin Smith's name on it, it would be like a fucking cult hit. You know what I'm saying? I think it will be. I think it's his. Uh, this is. I think it's his version of the thing. Literally, where like I think ten years from now, even right now, people are going like, "That's a really good movie." I think ten years from now, that'll be. Like, you do kind of hear people now admit that, like, "Oh, that was a pretty good movie." I also think Tusk was a pretty good movie. Like, not as good as Red State, but definitely uh, underappreciated. I think. I think it's because it's. I definitely felt. I felt. Yeah, it's 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 a weird movie, but it's like he definitely that. See, okay, here's the thing. I watched I watched Husk and I go, okay, I think he achieved what he was trying to do. But like Yoga Hosers, I don't think he achieved what he's trying to do. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't say for sure. But like that's my fear (laughs) or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying. I feel like I'm trying to like say what I feel, but also be nice about it just in case we ever. Yeah, I'm like if I ever run into Kevin Smith, I don't want to be like. He's like, wait a minute, aren't you some random fucker that had a, but a I podcast? I got to keep some integrity and say what, like, how I feel. Like, That's I true, really yeah. don't like this way. That I, like, as a person who was like, everybody's shitting on Jersey Girl, and I found, like, I emotionally connected with Jersey Girl. So yeah, I don't really understand good. the hate for Jersey Girl. I think that's a good movie. Uh, even Chasing Amy is like it's it's one of his like least revered movies by more people now. I think it's one of those ones where uh, I'm like, this is great. Like, but I don't I know. Chasing like Amy has like a fucking it has cult a huge following and all following, that. But I mean, yeah, I feel like more people. Most like, people in, in people I would say Mall Rats, Clerks. I don't know. Most people I would say quote Chasing Amy is like his best work. Really? Yeah. I mean, just it, I think best character writing for sure. Maybe although now it's now it's going to be interesting to see what happens to that movie because uh, like the whole Tumblr. Like, I mean, the LGBT community is not as forgiving as they were maybe in the 90s, which, I mean, with good reason. You know what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? I don't think that there's an argument that you could make that where it's like that movie's gay bashing. Where it's literally no, it's like, not not that it's gay bashing, but it is, it's still a very limited understanding of like, I don't know, it just feels so antiquated now. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a simpler time, if you think, even back in the 90s. But I think True, I guess like, that's a good the point. people could look at that movie is going... Oh, like he literally found a gay person and was like, No, like what you're doing is wrong. I'm in love with you, love me. And then she's like, Okay, cool. And that's not really how it is. It's a dude who, it's like, What's the ultimate struggle with a guy that's like, uh, who can get any girl? It's like, Well, the girl's a lesbian. Like, he was taking like a stupid joke and be like, Well, what, what if you make a serious drama about that where it's like a dude really does fall in love with a chick and like, she's like, I don't know how I feel about you. Is yeah. this, you know what I mean? Like, you did me wrong many times. Supposedly, he said that that was based on, um, uh, Scott Mosier like kind of had a, like a crush on a, a girl that was uh, in the her and another girl uh, were in the um, what oh in a minute uh, what Sundance is that what it was that he went to they were in that film festival yeah. too and they made a, a movie but they were gay and it's like okay well so obviously they can't be together but he kind of had feelings for her anyway. And he's like, dude, you should write a movie about that. And I guess he told him, he's like, no, I'm not like the movie guy. So he's like, all right, well, I'm going to write a movie about it. And then uh, that, and he also has said before, too, that it's kind of about how, like, the, his girlfriend at the time got to go to, like, uh, England, or not England, got to go to <laughs> Europe when they went to graduate high school, but he was too poor. And it felt like there's this weird difference where when you're in a relationship with somebody and they, they've they done, like, much different things than you have, and you're like, oh, I've never done that. It's kind of, it's, like, scary almost, which yeah. I think is an interesting way to, like, it's an interesting thing to write a screenplay about, and it's those kind of feelings don't seem like okay. Perfect example and, and full circle way to close this. Like I don't, I don't sense those kinds of feelings or thoughts behind something like Yoga Hosers, you know? Yeah. Like I yeah, feel like. I, well, like even in, in Tusk and uh, Red State, he had something to say, and that's really what it is. Like that's well, true. Like, imagine George Orwell does Animal Farm in 1984, and he puts out another movie. It's like, or another another book rather. Sorry. Uh, and then you're just like, well, where's what's the statement here? There's nothing political. There's nothing satirical. You know what I mean? It's almost like 
I don't know. What's another famous, like, uh, Audius Huxley, uh, even Mark Twain, like, had something to say in all of his, like, books, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I don't think there was anything really to say. It's like, I just want to make a movie with my daughter, which is perfectly Which, yeah, okay. Here on me. That also doesn't, to, that doesn't to me mean, oh, it's going to be a bad movie because he wanted to make a movie with his daughter. Please kill it. I mean, we don't kill. Hold, well. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Some people get offended when you kill uh, yeah. bugs now. Like, very offended. And it's like, I don't normally kill bugs unless there's a bee, like, about to sting me in the eyeball or something. So. I'll let everybody know. I flicked it away from me and it flew off. Okay, great. <laughs> Because uh, I didn't see where it went. I it hope that's soft flick. Don't I hope you're not that. just trying to lie to make me feel better. <laughs> no, no uh, I just read an article at the sidebar uh, that uh, these people used a poison to kill mosquitoes and end up killing bees, like like forty million or something like that. Which is a oh lot yeah, of there was because there oh I think that was like a it was big to prevent the Zika virus. I think that was like a big mystery for a while where people were like, why are all the bees disappearing? Like bees have been dying off like the last couple of years. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. That's exactly what it had to do with it. They're like, oh, we're going to spray at nighttime when bees are But I think this was like over a period of a couple of years. So mm-hmm. okay. they were spraying for uh, West Nile and all that, and but they were doing it like four and six in the morning, prime bee pollinating hours. And like there was literally just bees and bees and, bee- and the bees and the bees on the ground. Do you remember? Um, it, looked like, it looked really scary, actually. Like, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of bees. There was a um, like an older woman that lived across the street and got uh, uh, died from West Nile. That, that, that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. Like, that was so scary. And, it, you know, I mean. Shout out to PJ's pool. I was going to say, you remember whose fault that was, right? <laughs> <laughs> we had a neighbor whose pool. I won't say any names, PJ. But, uh, <laughs> it rhymes uh, with uh, TJ. It rhymes with uh, uh, PJ. No, no, it is PJ. Um, their pool was like drained, but it had like the you know how everybody has a little puddle on the bottom of their pool that becomes murky and black over yeah, time. Yeah, like sludgy and shit. And when the cops were like, "Well, there's got to be a pool around here somewhere with empty," and we're like, "Yeah, we know exactly where that's at." <laughs> there's only one. Yeah, the only the, first of all, there's only two houses in the in the entire track that have uh, pools, and only one of them that's empty. So yeah, and the other one, the guy's literally out there having a margarita in this pool right now. So I don't think it's his. And also, all hey. you have to do is pour bleach down there. You don't have to drain it or anything. Just pour bleach in it, and they can't... I don't know if this is podcast material, but remember uh, his older sister used to go uh, sunbathing uh, by their pool, so... Maybe. I mean, thankful for the pool. <laughs> like nude? Just topless, like, which is when you're 12. Is A-OK? Topless as in, like, tits out? Well, on the ground, but still. Oh. Well, even as a 24-year-old male, that still gets me a little excited. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't take much, so... <laughs> like, uh, there's people that are like, they can't get their dig up. I'm like, dude, I can't stop this thing. I know. Like, when uh, I'm waiting Try for and stop me. Someone needs to create the anti Viagra, the Diagra. I think we've talked about this no, before. No, see, because I'd be afraid that it w- wouldn't work when I need to work. Then you take Viagra. Well, then you have a chemical dependency. I mean, it's, <laughs> it is what it is, my dude. It's no. What it, it, what, <laughs> it, what it is is a healthy penis. And you need an on and off switch, dude. You got to re- reward your boners. I'll give you a healthy penis. Them. Great title uh, for this episode. What? Great title. Great title for this episode would be uh, "Reward Your Boner." HP Healthy Penis. Reward Your Boner. I didn't hear that. <laughs> uh, YJ hit me up ironically right now. Is he? Oh, uh, well, just because he was like, he's uh, living in LA, right? Yeah, he said, "Like Miss you, fam." When you come into LA, uh, and he sent me a picture of him smoking a a hookah, I believe. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if it's at a hookah. It looks like a hookah bar. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, it's for sure. Yeah. Either that or he he is very um, um, PG uh, uh, Persian taste in his like house. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't think of the country that they're uh, the hookah is from. It's Egyptian, I believe. But um, and also shout out to Jack from he was on the episode. He was on the podcast from Australia. I feel like an asshole. I haven't seen those episodes yet, and I told him I would tonight. But um, 
Oh, for real? Fuck, dude. Oh, I, I dude, work. Like, he even he said, like, he's been working a lot, too. You've been working a lot. It's just yeah, school, work. It's fucking... That seems like forever ago. Can you imagine if we, we literally just got enough money to be able to do this? Like, it'd be rad to rent an apartment nearby and be able to come over here and write and have, like, good Wi-Fi. I'm like, here's our whiteboard. Here's what we're working on today. Yeah, yeah. And streaming and... Someday. That's the, uh, the dream arena. The goal is to make 2K a month and I can literally afford to do that. It's not too bad. I'll be have happy to, I mean, we, we've been talked about too, about branching out and doing like a, a movie podcast, which I think like, I almost wonder now if maybe we should try and do our own kind of version of like that every frame of painting type thing. Cause I, I'm not so much interested. Here's what, like the thing is, I'm not so much interested in like trying to analyze film because though, like every frame of painting, your movie sucks, uh, red letter media, those things already exist and they're like fucking incredible. So I don't really know if I could add to that conversation, but I do think that, like, me and you tend to notice weird weird things that, like, not necessarily important things even, but, like, just weird things when we watch a movie. And I think uh, it'd be cool to do, like, 10, 15-minute videos about, like, oh, we're talking about this movie today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree. And then just Especially match it up with the clips when, and stuff. Like, uh, we can talk about this now. Um, I just showed uh, Jacob and Jordan for the first time ever in life. Uh, the unusual. The, unu- the, the usual suspects. Yeah. Pull that closer, my dude. Ramen that shit. I wish I was there because that movie is fucking great. Well, yeah. I purposely fucked with them because at the you know at the very end they they're like it's Dean Keaton he's the one that's Kaiser so saying you're like yeah yeah it all makes sense and the guy like literally gives you like a solid analysis of why he thinks it's Dean Keaton and then uh, he like literally uh, Kevin Spacey starts crying he's like he's my friend he wouldn't do that to me like just super convincing and all that and you're like oh wow and then I was like does it all make sense to Jordan and Jacob they're like yeah it's crazy I can't believe that he, he screwed over Kevin Spacey and then like I was like alright and then I was like alright this is the best ending to a movie of all time like and then the ending happens and like that's so well shot where it shows him like walking down the street holding his wrist or whatever yeah. his like foot's all inverted inward and then like it literally as soon as he walks by like a mailbox or something uh, another person rather maybe and his foot just like corrects itself immediately and you're like wow and then it's wow. also just Ke- yeah, Kevin Spacey's fucking Mark Ruffalo like the Kevin cast. Kevin Spacey kills it. Uh, Mark Ruffalo's on that movie. The cast is fucking legend. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo's the guy he's interviewing or interviewing him. I mean, in uh, the Usual Suspects. Uh huh. Wasn't the the interrogator? You mean? Yeah, I'm or, pretty sure. Uh, it could be. No, I saw a movie with him guy. recently too. It was a, a Bronx Tale. That's a great movie. I, I saw that recently. Yeah. Oh, that's the dude. That's I love that the, movie. Um, the one where Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yeah. It's the he's the dad of the kid. He's the dad of the kid. Like yeah, he like works for the bar and then. He like becomes a part of their like. It's basically mafia. Goodfellas, kind of. Yeah, no, yeah. it was really it's good. Fucking fantastic. Dude, I need to see that. I haven't heard. I, I like the, I don't know if the I've soundtrack heard it. on it too. It's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like all jazz and stuff. Yeah, super seventies. Yeah. It's like Robert De Niro's uh, kid starts like hanging out with like a mobster guy, kind of like Goodfellas, but like he starts teaching him lessons and all that, and then he starts like kind of disrespecting his dad, and then like, I don't know. It's a really fucking good movie. Um, it's also like has like a strong message like sort of thing too because it's like about like the blacks and like yep. how they were just like constantly being racist towards them and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then it just like kind of happens back to if him when he goes into there. If you ever watch a Scorsese movie, which uh, that one isn't, but like Robert De Niro is usually in Scorsese movies in the sixties, seventies, and all that. Uh, blacks and Italians do not like each other. Yeah, and like it was not crazy. At all. I didn't well, even if think. If ever that. Eddie Murphy talks about uh, how much he hates them, like what they, they he's like they they go see Rocky and they come out and they want to start punching people like. <laughs> Fucking great, dude. He's like, give me some juju bees. <laughs> yeah, it's He's like, a, all right, listen here, little man. <laughs> I know you just saw Rocky. I know you're excited. But you can't be talking like that. Dude, I can't remember. Okay. 
who, okay, now I'm trying to figure out who was it, because he's obviously not in this movie. Now I'm trying to figure out who's the guy that I thought was fucking... He looks like Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo was, like, in his 40s, yeah. But it's another... He's in a lot of movies, but I don't know what it, what his name is. Is it... No. Just start listening to actors, I'll tell you. No. He's one of the main mm. actors. Is it Chaz Palminteri? <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, okay, I don't know what's going on right now, but I must have been fucking ripped when I watched this last time. Or I saw something recently where I was like, maybe it was like... Now You See Me? No. There was some kind of... cop in that movie, Mark Ruffalo? There was somebody was talking about it on like a YouTube video or something, and they showed a clip for it, and I was like, oh, I I never realized that was uh, fucking Mark Ruffalo. And now I'm like, wait, that's because it wasn't. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know. I can't... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what to it's tell you. It's blowing your mind. I don't know, what Jack would say. dude. It's a very usual sus- suspects type of uh, twist on what I thought was happening. So uh, the episode's called again. I don't know what to tell you. Is there any other kind of like crime or like mafia movies and stuff like that that have like crazy endings? Uh, the crying or like twists and stuff. Twists. I, uh, I mean, have you seen Memento with uh, Robert De Niro? He's seen Memento. Yeah, Robert De Niro. Yeah, I saw him. Travis Bickle. Um, yeah. Taxi Driver, it's just one of those endings where you're like, wow, this is, I, this was like slow burn and goddamn was that a great ending. Uh, what about yeah. like The Machinist has like a... Yeah, I, I saw it recently actually. That uh, movie, uh, it's kind of like The Sixth Sense except for like the, he, he's not dead. <laughs> you know what I kind of figured though, like I don't know why I kind of figured that like that wasn't obviously a real person. Like that was... Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be him you know necessarily. You a fucking good movie and I think it's on Netflix right now. I, the, what I would love to watch is uh, Angel Heart. And it's like, uh, it's the fucking, the guy, uh, Mickey Rourke is like uh, a detective in like the 20s or something in um, uh, New Orleans. And like, he's like investigating this weird satanic cult. Like, I don't really want to like spoil it for you, but it's, it's, it has like a twist at the end and it's fucking uh, uh, either Al Pacino or Robert De Niro. I get them confused all the time. Is in that movie and it's fucking great. And like, is part of the twist. He. I also saw that movie Insomnia too. Uh, when you told me the, uh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, Pacino and Robert. Robert. Yeah, that does. Yeah. Oh, you watched it? I thought you just said you. Oh yeah, I watched it okay. like two days ago, or no, yeah, Thursday actually. That's that's a really good movie because it's kind of like um he him and his if you know anything about Christopher Nolan his him his brother him and his brother I can't talk tonight. God damn it. Um, yeah, same. I, I keep stumbling over everything I said. Just prepping you, dude. Just prepping. <laughs> just a prep. This is the prep cast, dude. Yeah, him prep and his cast. brother uh, like work together. So like Jonathan Nolan, I think is his brother, writes all the screenplays, and then he kind of like works with them on that, and then he directs them. That I think, uh, especially if you ever you've seen Memento, right? Here, check this out. His brother uh, was studying like people with that, and like it's actually really accurate. And then he, uh, I think, wrote a short story, and then they made it into a movie. That's but also, following and Memento were both, I think, short stories by Jonathan Nolan. Right? Yeah. Um, insomnia or whatever uh like it's literally about how um people witness like whenever you you see a car accident or whatever like everybody can see different things even though it's like just based off your angle or whatever so like he fucked up and like perceived it in a different way because of his emotions and like your emotions can actually make you misremember things which is what that movie's about fucking fantastic movie really well shot too like i really love the alaskan setting in it yeah here, check this out. Angel Heart is a 1987 American neo-noir psychological horror film and an adaptation of William Hortzberg's 1978 novel Fallen Angel. Uh, written and directed by Alan Parker, the film stars Mickey Rourke, Robert De Niro, and Lisa Bonet, who is the, the girl from the fucking Cosby show, and she's naked in it, and it's like, it's so weird. It's like this weird, her and Mickey Rourke have like this weird sex scene with like chicken blood and shit. It's fucking weird, dude, but it's... I don't know. The movie looks super cool. It's like, like I said, it's like a neo noir, but it's also a, a horror film, and it's like, 
I don't know. It's very. It's definitely worth watching because it's like I, I can't believe more people don't talk about that. Honestly, it's such a weird movie. Um, the this guy I talked to at work all the time was talking to me. He's like, "Man, I've been really getting into movies. Like, except for one, really messed with me. He's like, I, I hated it so much. And I was like, Well, what was it? He's like, It was Josh Brolin. I was like, Was it Old Boy? And he's like, Yeah, I could not stand that movie. And I was like, Dude, that movie's incredible. Like, I'm sorry. Even yeah. the yeah. Josh Brolin. Really good. Oh, I didn't yeah. see the remake. I haven't seen the remake either. The well, just the original. Like, he's like, oh, yeah. he said it's just too gross and fucked up. And I was, well, he didn't say fucked up. Obviously, I said it, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but that's what's amazing about it because like yeah. they got away with it and like what a twist ending and it's like, uh, isn't it based off like a weird Korean? Uh, it's it's based movie? off a Korean movie that's based off a Japanese uh, comic book. So you need like those weird twists kind of movies. Like I don't know. I feel like it's just like. I mean, it's more fun when you yeah, when you a watch a movie and you're like, oh shit! At the end, like you I don't, don't ever know. see that kind of thing in movies and once you like, oh. once you see like a couple of those. Yeah, I remember like it's when I saw. Fun. Uh, all the usual suspects in high school. I was like, I started looking for other. Or like, I remember Fight Club was like a big deal. And the first time I saw that, like, or even though it, doesn't, though it doesn't have a twist, Seven is another like movie where you're like, oh shit, this is fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you start looking for movies like that. It's not really a twist, but Seven's un- unsettling and um, it's definitely un- unexpected. It's like as close to having a twist without actually having a twist that you can get because there's a lot of stuff that it, it just you're not expecting it where didn't it really goes. Good job of not announcing Kevin Spacey's in the movie. Like, his name is not in the opening credits at all, I don't think. If I remember correctly, I was looking for it, and I didn't see it the last time I watched it. Also, that movie looks timeless, because it looks really well shot, and it was... <coughs> That's just David Fincher it has a really good eye, dude. It looks like it was made in, like, 2000, like, uh, later on with better technology and all that. Dude, have you seen The Game? That movie's fucking rad. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should watch that. I've seen it, like, 20 it's times. It's on Netflix? Uh, I have it on Blu-ray. else, we'll watch it. Um, it's uh, the guy that made Fight Club, and it's like this. It's Michael Douglas and uh, Sean Penn, and then like he, Sean Penn's like his little brother, and he signs him up for this weird, like augmented reality game or something. And it's, it's like, weird because it's so 1994 where like they called it way before this shit's yeah. actually even happening. Or basically, for as a birthday present, he signs him up for like uh, a company that literally it's augmented reality, but like he doesn't know it until like later on, where like they basically give you a certain scenario in your life or whatever. And in his case, like, uh, everything, like, people start chasing him and he starts seeing weird shit. Like, he comes back to his house his whole house has been vandalized and all that. And at the very end of the movie, it's kind of, like, revealed that, like, oh, like, his brother did that or whatever. And, and it's just, like, it builds all the way up. And, like, oh, it was nothing, but it's so cool how they Yeah, the it. only thing is that movie, the ending, I it will disappoint you because it's just, like, oh, okay. Like, it was... It's not, it's not a disappointing ending. You're just, oh, it wasn't, like, what I expected. Well, because there's so many... That movie takes so many weird twists and turns where you're like, no fucking way. Like, it's so rad, dude. Like, it keeps getting weirder and weirder. And it's, like, super dark and the music also, is really... No one ever, that's a good Every Frame of Painting uh, episode if we were ever to make our own. No one ever talks about the scene where he comes in and it's playing the White Rabbit and all that. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. Really well shot. There's, there's a lot of... Well, and there's also the scene, too, where... Um, he wakes up in Mexico and he's like in this all white suit and he wakes up in a coffin and like he gets out and it's like there he's like in a cemetery and it's all dusty and shit. It's such a fucking good scene. Like, I don't know, that movie's especially because like by that point of the movie, he's like so fucking mad and pissed off and crazy that like he goes and gets a gun out of his house and shit. It's fucking cool. I watched uh, Falling Down again recently and I was like, wow, here's a movie that could never be yeah. made ever again. <laughs> It's literally about like a white suburban male gets fired from his job and starts going not on like a killing spree but like on a, like a right like a self righteous like I, I'm better than everybody and they, like if he witnesses like people like arguing or whatever he'll just shoot them it gives a kid a rocket launcher a kid teaches him how to yeah. use a rocket launcher like it's so weird and like if they, if they re released it today like with modern times like, this is the most racist movie like white privilege like all time like it's just it's a bad. weird like yeah. a snapshot in time if you think about it. Kind of like how you could really never do a Warriors again. 
because we just don't have that kind of gang presence where yeah. there's a hundred different gangs. Have you seen The Warriors? Yeah. Fuck, that's an incredible movie. That was a great you movie. Watch that. Yeah, it's a great. That's I'm a, down to watch that again. I love watching that movie. It's also like the whole idea of like a, a multicultural Let's ethnic gang is such a weird. I'd be down to watch that. I'll, I'll rent it, and on my account, we can rent that on Blu-ray. You guys bring movies? No. <laughs> I was just like, well, if there's something we want to watch, I'll rent it. I have a little bit of money in my account now. Well, also, like, I didn't want to. You're like, just bring, just bring a box for your movies. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to bring my whole collection over here. Like, it's just, I don't know. I do. I do. You have like a bin or something? I'm like them? super autistic about like my movies and that I, don't, I want them to be in good super condition and shit. Bidding, dude. It's all good. That's fair. I mean, um, I ain't judging that. Dude, okay. This is a good time to bring this up. I felt like we had mentioned this when it was the second sighting of this and there's like been a third and a fourth now. I'll just read you the title and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Let me burp real quick though. Okay. Sorry, I'm a super gassy night. <laughs> North Carolina residents edge on edge after multiple clown sightings. Yeah. What the fuck? Have, like, you, have you heard anything fuck about that, this? Dude. Yeah, I have. It's like police say a person dressed as a clown disappeared into the woods after being chased by a man wielding a machete on Tuesday. The third incident involving a clown in as many days as the Green, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina uh, area. The North, North Carolina incidents come after multiple reports of clowns attempting to lure kids into the woods of the South Carolina uh, last week. Holy shit, that's creepy. Also, like, that's what, real, what kid in 2016 is like, oh, a clown, I'm going to go into the forest now. Yeah, like, that's no. why it's not working, I think. And then, like, uh, I think Bryce is like, do you think it's like a... Uh, like a viral marketing for the for new it? movie? Yeah, like the, new, the remake. That's and a good point. Like, why would they do it in North Carolina, though? It should be in Maine. Yeah. True. That's also like a movie, like, right there. Just yeah. all those... Yeah, I don't know. Just I'm rereading film. it right now. I fucking love that book, dude. Like, it's so much better now you that I'm... You just make that movie have Hugh Jackman, because just because of Prisoners, whatever. Like, uh, there's just a scene where he's chasing a dude into a... Have you seen Prisoners, Jacob? No. Dude, wait, that's no. a movie you should watch. That movie's fucking intense, dude. Yeah. That's a fucking incredible movie. It's got Hugh Jackman, Terrence Howard, uh, Paul Dano, Jake Gyllenhaal... Uh, and that's really all you need. Those are fucking. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal kills it in that they're movie. They're all dude. and fucking. Um, what's his name? Uh, Hugh Jackman is. That's like the best I've ever seen him in a movie. Like, he's like, I don't know, Lay Miserable or whatever. I, I haven't seen that, but like, you I just really bad. You really like believe that they kidnapped his daughter. Like, it's so. Well, and they they did, but I mean, like, you really believe him. No, but like, I mean, yeah, no, as an actor, it's like it's so different from like other movies where it's like Liam Neeson's like they took my daughter. It's like this is more. It's just like he's fucking like, I don't know. It's so great, dude. Like a loving father goes insane. Yeah, the, and like the the lengths that they're willing to go to torture the guy and shit. It's fuck. It's um. It's an amazing movie, and honestly, I'm kind of impressed or like not impressed, amazed that like nobody really talks about that movie. Like it's fuck, especially now that that guy's making Blade Runner too. And Sicario, like no one talks about that movie. The movie's a fucking incredible. Sicario was kind of like a. I mean, it, it did okay. It made enough money that they're talking about doing a sequel now. That movie's fucking rad, though. Like, we've been talking again. About I was talking with the guy at work. He's like, you know, he's like, I really like Sicario. I just didn't like that he killed the kids or whatever. I was like, no, like you gotta understand, like that that dude's whole family died. So like, of course he's gonna go to that length to kill the guys. Like, no, your kids die too. Like, you know what I mean? Like Benicio del Toro kills it in that movie. Also, we watched The Usual Suspects. I was like, wait, that's he's in that movie. Yeah. Just a, I love Benicio, dude. I love that. Have you seen the Heineken commercial or Dos Equis or something like that? Where he's like, they're like taking a photo of him. He's like, this happens all the time. And like in the subtitles, they're like, look, it's Antonio Vanderas. And he's uh, like, and it cuts to him. He's like, this is not Antonio Vanderas. And he's just like, I don't know what to tell you. You know what else is good is like, I went on a, earlier this year, I went on a weird like um, Harrison Ford. Bitch. Dude, we should watch Chinatown. Yes, would watch that. 
But I watched like every Harrison Ford movie that I hadn't seen, which turns out there's a lot more that I hadn't seen, you know? And uh, one of them... A lot of people really only think he's done like five movies. Roman Polanski did a movie with him in the 90s called Frantic. That's fucking rad, dude. That's another one. I think it's on Netflix, too, that I would recommend. Because it's like... They go to France for some awards or, or something. I don't remember. But uh, And then his wife, like, gets kidnapped, and it's just him going all over. And, like, he accidentally does coke. It's so fucking weird, dude. It's Acc- such a... Accidentally? Well, like, it's a guy... F- oh, I'm sorry. A guy, like, forces <laughs> him to do it for some... It's in, uh, And he has one of those weird, like, cocaine fingernails. Oh, okay, like the long fingernails. Yeah. Right, those okay. creep me out. Yeah. It's, but, yeah. Like, there's a lot of people that happen to own smoke shops that have That have long nails, Interesting. Yeah. And you're like, what is that for? But yeah, I would recommend that movie. Smell that movie later. is fucking great. But um, yeah, what do, what should we watch though? We'll just talk about that because we're at an hour exactly, so we can just nice. Yeah, <laughs> we need to, we need to have a YouTube series. It's just us like browsing through Netflix. Like, mm, nah, well, I have seen that. Like, <laughs> wait, we could do that. Where we just like a, we could do a five minute video on YouTube where like because they uh, IGN always does this thing where they announce what's coming to Netflix every month. So like at the end of August, like Netflix in September, and they'll tell you what's being taken away. And what's coming in? I mean, we could do that. Yeah, just go like because no one else does do, that. Do commentary on like oh, because like then they're if they show like an anime that I've seen, I'm like yeah, that's a good one. And then like TV shows, we've seen all like between us, we've seen a lot of weird shit. So. We could you could watch the first episode of the Get Down. I hear that's really good. I have heard that's good. I'd be down to check that out. The show, I think uh, Nas created that show, or he's producing it. Oh, he's producing. Yeah, it. Um, Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard were talking about it, and they made it sound like it's really. He, they did. They said though. Uh, Kevin Smith, or no, Mark Bernard, who's a little more harsh than Kevin Smith, was like, the, the first episode isn't as good as the rest of them. Is like, He's like, because it's longer, it's like a movie-length episode, and he's like, you kind of have to like push yourself through it, though, because it gets amazing. And I'm like, okay, well, it's good I know that now, because I don't want to give up on it if it's actually good. I, I'm trying really hard not to talk about Atlanta, because I have so much I want to say, but uh, I felt like that show did not have that problem. Like no. I was hooked with, like, within the... The first scene of that show is amazing. Well, one of the I'm saving few, it for the other podcast. Like, I almost yeah. went into it right now. But one like, of the few shows where you're just like, fuck, I wish it was all out so I could just watch it right now. Like, I hate that. It like, also strange, makes me th- go like, dude, wow, thank Donald God Stranger, Stranger Things was, like, all came out at the same time because there's no way I could have waited for more of that. Like, it makes me go like, wow, Donald Glover's going to have an amazing career now. Like, especially with writing and all that. Like, I, he could probably direct his own movies. Like, it also... I feel like he finally he finally found a creative outlet where he can talk about like if you ever listen to his music a lot like every rapper has like that one thing they're they're rapping about and you have like Kendrick Lamar who's talking about like uh, black oppression and like trying to grow up uh, and there's the baseline of like do I want to be a gangster or like live on welfare or and he's like I was a valedictorian but I part of me still really wants to live that like that that paperboy lifestyle if you will <laughs> you know what I'm talking about like that's if you listen yeah. to Good Kid Mad City it's literally him growing up with his friends he's like I'm not like you guys but like I want to be that I cannot yeah. like. Which is like the backseat freestyle is literally about that. Like where the a lot of people are like, oh, that's not even a good freestyle. I'm like, no, no, you don't get that. Like that's a con, like a contextual freestyle that he wrote. Where it's like literally like all my life I want money and power. Like uh, my dick is big as the Eiffel Tower or something. Yeah. Like that. I haven't listened to it in a while, but it's like he's rapping like a fucking immature kid on purpose because that's what his friends want to hear rather than him rapping about like uh like what he really raps. So it's like if you listen to Section Eighty, like he has some like in depth bars and then his. I used to be my least favorite. Now, favorite album is literally "To Pimp a Butterfly." Like, it's literally that's what that album's about. Is like, uh, it's amazing how much I didn't like that when it came out, and then like now it's like, oh, like, well, and then especially that that song's a joke, but you realize it's like a a, a satire. It's like this dick ain't free. Yeah, that's like, fuck control. And then the you entitled and mastered album's pretty good too. Which one? The uh, the one he released this year. 
Oh, where it's literally uh, just unreleased shit? Yeah, it was songs that were supposed to be on Pimp Butterfly, but you just made it like it, a like, side track B. Track number two or three is like fucking lit. I, it's literally because they're called track number. Yeah, it's like track number three is good. Seven was like that Levitate song. Yeah. And, pimp, 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 hooray. Uh, pimp, pimp, hooray. Yeah, no, there's pretty good jams on that album. I'm curious to see what he's, where he's going to go with next because uh, Thundercat produced that album, and then I think... Um, it's supposed to be Black Hippie in 2016, or 17. Yeah. Honestly, they're all killing it right now. Yeah, dude, that TD is a, probably one of the best labels out right now yeah, for hip hop. J Cole, fucking killing it, killer Cole producer and, and like a really good rapper. Like it's weird how like yeah. I like did not give a shit about J Cole before, and then there was a couple times where I went to the uh, Petra uh, Hookah Lounge and like somebody Work kept with me. somebody kept putting on fucking no real models. Day. And I remember the first time too, I was like, oh, that's kind of lame. And then the more I, the more I, I listened, I was like, God damn, it's a fucking the beat is amazing and like the. Just, like, the lines are so fucking real, too. I'm, like, just, like, also, first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Like, you can't... Kind of gets me a little emotional. It's You're just because like, oh, it, I don't, it's, it's such a, it's the right line between, like, I don't know, it's, uh, that's... You ever pers- think about You're right, that has this, it's weirdly powerful for some reason, that yeah. opening line. <laughs> uh, it sounds dumb, but I don't know. how we didn't grow up with the Fresh Prince, and then they re-released it on Nick and Knight, and then suddenly everybody our age is like, that's one of the best shows of all time, like, easily. And then you're like, that show was, like, goofy and comical and all that, but yeah. has Everybody talks about that scene where he's like, "Why, like, why don't have a father?" You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's super powerful. Like, like, why does he want me it. and stuff? Like, it's so. I remember I used to play it off as a kid. I'm like, "Huh, it's like it's fucking troll." And like, he's <laughs> like, "No, like, that's, so, that's well, there's the sad. one too where yeah. Carlton gets shot, and then like the he's in the hospital and stuff. It's like most sitcoms, are like this is fucking lame. But that show, like, I mean, it just it, I think it just shows you that like Will Smith's acting chops were a lot better than he got credit for, especially early on. Oh yeah. Which I, okay, people fucking hate on Will Smith right now. And I know it's because you don't like his kids, but come on, dude, it's fucking Will Smith. Like, the only thing I don't like about Will Smith, honestly, is, is his music. Like, I like his early he shit with DJ style, Jazzy, Jazzy Jeff, but like, I mean, not since, I haven't liked a, a Will Smith song since fucking Men in Black, so. Here comes Men that song's lit, though. That song is super lit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's fucking great, dude. Even Wild Wild West is, is troll, but like, I can get down with that. It's like, Wild Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, fucking Men in Black, though. I remember because that song was like became a huge hit at weddings because like all the dudes are wearing tuxedos. Like, so stupid. I would have never thought that's fucking genius. It's also uh, just uh, just a lit video too, where like he teaches the alien how to dance. Like, that's <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, what you don't realize is you're the alien. I remember I was obsessed with that movie when I was a kid. Remember that like. I had and I had all the toys the and stuff too. Me out though, like the roach thing. Yeah. With uh, David Cross, by the way, randomly in that yeah. scene, he's just like, "Yeah, what do you want?" He's like beating the shit out of the roaches. He's like, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Fuck, I love that movie. He's dude. like, oh, don't, don't, "Don't do that." That's one of those movies where like I feel like people shit on the shit on that series because the second and third one weren't that great. But even I don't know, even the second and third one, second one I, I liked, and the th- even the third one I remember seeing it in the theaters, been like, "Dude, I know it's not a perfect movie, but I like this." Like I kind of it's. Will Smith is just like fun to watch in movies, I think. And then it's like it's it's a, a really good blend of like funny and just action stuff happening. That's why, dude, I may be the only person who's legitimately and not ironically excited for the Men in Black uh, Twenty One Jump Street crossover. Oh, I'm fucking stoked. For that, that sounds fucking lit, dude. Are crossover? you kidding me? Yeah, they're gonna crossover. Where I jo- hope they get Will Smith in there, dude. I yes, hope. for dude. Channing Josh Tatum. How does that work? How does that whole thing? Because it's gonna be one thing. They're like, okay, now you've done high school, you've done college, now you're gonna work for the MIB, dude. Yeah, it's just Jonah, it's Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum now are gonna be Men in Black people. That's insane. That's fucking lit, dude. Especially if fucking uh, if they can get uh, what's his name to be in it too. Uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, Tommy Jones, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing, dude. Dude, oh man, that's gonna be great. 
That's like when they like, oh, Ghostbusters. It's like, no, no, remake Men in Black. Make it good. How old is Tommy Lee Jones now? He's got to be 70, dude. Yeah, he's an old, old dude. Good actor, though. Yeah, yeah dude, there's a, a movie yeah, that I haven't watched on Netflix that has five stars with him called, like, The Country Countryman or... Um, no Country for Old Men? No, uh... I was, just, I was it's, thinking it's of a, that It's movie, a Western that he the directed and wrote. Uh, the, the Huntsman? The Homesman. Homesman. It's got, like, really good reviews, and I think he directed it, if I'm not mistaken, with um, Ashley Judd or one of the actresses that looked like her. I don't know if I talked about it on this podcast, but I saw that movie... Uh, Hell or High Water with Jimmy? Did I talk about that? No, we haven't gotten to that yet. That's a that's a fucking good movie. I'd recommend it. It's kind of like No Country for Old Men, but it's like a it's like a seventies buddy cop version of that movie. Like it has it's weird because it has this like these dark violent moments, but then it's like really funny and like the two brothers are kind of like um like a good version of Boondock Saints if that makes any sense. Where it's like these two brothers that you're like oh. One of them's a fuck up. It's kind of like Joyride. How like one of the it's one of the brothers is Paul Walker and the other one's a fuck up. Dude, Joyride was a fucking lit movie. I would be down to watch that too. Dude, J.J. Abrams wrote that shit too. Really? Yeah. Dude, people uh, people don't know how fucking on point J.J. Abrams was like before he became like even before like Star Wars. You what know what I'm he, saying? What are you talking about? He wrote fucking um, uh, Joyride. Oh yeah, yeah. And then what's the other? He did a couple like he I wrote love that movie, regarding Henry with yeah same with Harrison Ford, which that's a fucking great one too. And um. I, lo- I wish he would have directed. I wish he. I wish, damn it. Uh, <laughs> I wish he Jacob did it as he was walking over. Uh, I wish he would have directed the sequel to uh, Roger Rabbit. Wait, that was the thing that was going to JJ Abrams. JJ Abrams wrote a screenplay and like had a spec script and all this shit like that. That was on Nerdist when he was just on there for Star Wars. He was talking about how Erdo no, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. He was talking about how he actually wrote a too. screenplay for it and like they were going to make it and he ended up doing something else. Oh my god, dude! Could you imagine? And then he's like, "Do you have that screenplay?" He's like, "No, unfortunately, it's in a fucking file cabinet somewhere that I have no idea where it's at." I feel like J.J. Abrams is like the one dude who like he saved Star Wars. Definitely, like I would like to talk to that guy. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like he's like on the in a weird way he's like kind of on the top of the totem pole of Hollywood right now. But like no it's also he's such a like he's such a fan of every like I remember one time on an early uh, Nerdist thing he was talking about like one of the Star Trek movies he was doing and he was talking about like. I didn't really watch Star Trek growing up. I, my, I was like, I preferred Twilight Zone. And he like went on this long thing where he was talking about how amazing the Twilight Zone was. And I fucking love the Twilight Zone. So I was just like, oh, this guy's cool. Like I would also his his uh, his offices are like he he bought an old typewriter factory in, in L.A. And then just like kept kept it looking the same on the outside and then like refitted the inside so that it all looks like an, uh, an old typewriter factory still on the inside and everything. And then like, rad. but it's like his office is like his production office. Like that's fucking cool. That's what I want. I don't even like I said. I've, we talked about this the other day with the podcast. Like, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna name any names, but someone's like, "Well, what if it doesn't work out?" It's like, the, it's already not working out. So, like, we, <laughs> we can only well, go yeah, off. we can only get net gains from here. Yeah, like <laughs> every time I like, I honestly, um, I check every day, and I'm always like, "What? 24 listens in or uh, 40 listens in the last 24 hours?" I'm like, "Well, who who are these people?" Like, it's a lot better than 24 listens in 40 hours. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, I'm always I'm always pleased and like I'm, we're steadily growing. I'm getting more uh, Instagram, Twitter followers, and like every, like I said, every episode there's always two followers consistently, and then our average goes up every time we put up a new episode. So, so you, so yeah, and like we can only go up from here. And like I don't know, my plan is to literally just have a studio somewhere where like we have our own. Yeah, that's always been my dream though, because like as a person who likes to like just make shit, you know, like I like to write obviously, but like we also kind of, you know played guitars for a long time and like. 
I used to paint. I haven't painted shit in a long time, but like it just would be cool to have like a studio where we could just make shit, you know? Yeah. I always think about that. Like, and not to mention like YouTube videos and like. And one thing I was I would love with, to have like a theater room. <laughs> I was talking with Bryce about the other day because I was like, dude, you should get your own mic because he's officially like he's on the podcast for good. Is having you on? I'm like, I was like, do we? I was like, do we record on days where Jacob's not here because you'd rather chill and watch a movie or something, or like, or do we ask him if he wants to be included? So that's why I was like, do you want to do sound or like talk more? Which is why like, I, I think about hip hop all day, every day. I think about movies all day, <laughs> every that life, day. Dude. And I think about like uh, just music all in general. I'm like, why don't we just talk about more music? And, and then it gets you in on it. And eventually, you feel more comfortable. Like, because even Jordan, um, who will probably listen to this later, he was listening to our other ones. Like started off saying nothing, and like now he's kind of a part of the, the conversation. And where's Bryce? Yeah, Jordan's a good contribution. Bryce, to uh, yeah, exactly. Bryce was like would would literally sit over there while we recorded. Now he's like in it, giving his opinions and shit like that. And it's like that's more important to me than being famous right now. Is like, do my friends enjoy doing this with me? Is this something where we can all come together? Because I thought about today, I was like, how weird is it that I'm just like, hey, we're gonna do this now, and we're gonna record ourselves for a little while while you guys are here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind well, of egotistical. I, but I always think too, it's like, dude, someday, no matter what happens, someday I'm gonna have a record of like at least fifty ep- hours of of plus. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot more than fifty hours, but I at least fifty like hours of of just like me and my friends hanging out and talking from like when I was younger. And didn't yeah, give a shit. I'm older, I'll just listen to all these. Like, man, yeah, was, we were funny as fuck. Exactly. I mean, if nothing else, it's like, dude, we have a record of like our our mid twenties. I almost said like our young twenties, but that's not true for most of us. <laughs> everybody, everybody dies, not, but not everybody lives, dude. That's, that's um, right. No, and you know what's weird? I'm not even in it for the money. If I was, I would have given up a long time. Well, there's no such thing as podcast money, as you say. It's The podcast is how you get fans, and then you make money off streams and and Patreon. But what's super rewarding is when you meet people like Jack, and then when you meet people uh, like like Doug, who I would have never hung out with, uh, not because like we have nothing in common, but because I just didn't know him. Well, he also I think graduated either two the years, year, yeah, before, before you were there, you and four before me. So and so it's one of those things where it's like I would have never had a chance to connect with him, and I would have never, for sure, never met someone from Australia and became bros with him. Like literally, considered yeah. a good friend of mine. So shout out to you. That's not like me just being cheesy. Like literally. <laughs> Like, no, it is weird legit, how we talk like still. But it is weird how how often I think about uh, uh, Jack and Australia too. I brag I'm just about like, that as much as possible. Um, well, yeah. Well, like well, when it's, especially when we're talking on the podcast, fact, I'm like, every oh. Every time I've gotten my haircut because it's usually not the same person. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking famous. Uh, <laughs> dude came down from Australia to hang out with me and my crew, and we had a good time. And I, I just want to I revel in the fact that, uh, and this doesn't sound like an insult at first, but I'm gonna turn it. Jack could have been shitty. Like, he could have been True. someone we were not <laughs> friends with. He could have been someone that wasn't funny. He could have been a serial killer, for all we know. But we, like, literally went and picked this dude up, brought him back, and it ends up being, like, he fits in. He, he fucking it was, yeah, it was a, gets like, all the jokes that we talk about, makes us laugh. Immediately. Fun of my dad, like, I like how I would make Which fun of Which is hilarious, him. yeah. And it was uh, like immediate, dude. Like as soon as we, as soon as I started driving, it was like, okay, the banter begins begins right now. Yeah, because we were in traffic. <laughs> like, I, I guess we had nothing but time because we were in traffic for four hours easily from LA to here, which is a one hour drive usually. So, like, I remember we dropped him off at the airport. And me and Rob almost fell asleep at the wheel, both of us. And uh, uh, that was. I was just like thinking, I was like, man, he could have been shitty, and then he wasn't. So I, I know that. So thanks. I feel like if someone <laughs> said that about me, I would still be like, what the fuck? Even though like it's kind of a compliment, but uh, still. Uh, couldn't have gone better. Good, I think that job. was like best possible outcome of that situation. So, got two solid episodes out of it, and uh, he met my dad, which is weird. Which is embarrassing for everybody. Uh, no, I still talk about that with my dad. <laughs> just one of the biggest continents in the world, and dad's like, "Oh, you guys probably came on the same flight." Yeah, friends. <laughs> like, no, fucking idiot. I love you, dad. 
Excuse. I wish we had an air conditioner. Same. Forgot what that's like. I had a depressing moment where I came home. I was driving home from work today, and I, uh, well, here's, it, it, it starts off as bad as, uh, I was like, I'm going to save money and eat li- leftover Little Caesars that's been in a, a hot box for two hours while someone was at the school serving it, because I was like, I'm going to save five bucks, ten bucks, actually. And I drove home, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking relax. It's going to be nice and cool in the house. I look at the temperature and have this realization. I was like, ooh, it's not going to be cold in my house. And like, although I get there, and I can see all of my windows are open. It's 90 degrees outside. I'm like, fuck. And <laughs> my life. Yeah. Wait till I your mean, air doesn't work? It's just not like. It works just not well. So. It only works at night. You guys, you like, guys need like a cool filter? It will down, but only if there's no fucking heat to interact with it, which is, I guess you could say it just doesn't work. You need like a new air filter or something maybe? No, it's just the, it's a 16-year-old air conditioner. So oh. it's like finally going out. And uh, I don't know what my dad's planning on doing about it. Well, it's already September, thankfully. So like, we have like two months weeks. or so, and it'll be. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am down to try to sell dad's cookies though. That'd be yeah, that'd, lit that'd, that'd, off. that'd be interesting. Get a couple of those. <laughs> Same. <laughs> like, I, I, my dad was like, "Hey, we need to start like a business, like me, you, and Rob." And I was like, "What? I gotta go to work, dude." Like, <laughs> and then like all day at work, I'm like, "He does make some of the best cookies I've ever had, even better than like." gourmet cookies from like a, a bakery like and i'm not just saying that like i don't just compliment my dad whenever i can like, he literally has the best cookies so much so that, like mario will like hit me up like dude is your dad made cookies recently i'm like huh. i'm like damn son so i told him i was like you should just get a cart and start making them and selling them at market night. make like, like a variety of them like a yeah, walnut he makes or something. like peanut butter snickerdoodle chocolate chip um his peanut butter cookies are really good dude Chocolate chips are by far the best, though. Some lit sugar cookies, too. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He hasn't made those in a while, though. Put, like, sprinkles on them? Mm-hmm. I was like, you could literally put, like, uh, get, like, those little see-through Icing packages that. that you fold over, kind of like how you would get with, like, bud or something, and just sell them at Market Night. Just sell three of them for, like, three bucks or, so, or two for three or something like that, you know? Yeah. Like, if we did the math, if he did that, he would make $300 a batch, so and it would only cost him 75 hmm. So that's that's a lot of money to be gained. If he wants to do it. There you go. But uh, do it. we'll record later on after we finish a film and uh, Bryce and Jordan are here because we have things to talk about. Are they here right here, right now? Uh, right I don't know. They're probably close right here, right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> this has been uh, Best Bros Podcast. Robert's got a knife in his hand. What's he going to do with it? He's, gonna gonna going, he's, going, he's going for his wrist. I did have a body horror dream the other day. It was like Super David Cronenberg where you're like, I eczema, and then you like <laughs> took a sand, sandpaper to your... To your skin? Oh, oh, Christ! Yeah, you sick bastard! So, yeah, I woke up very quickly from that. I was like, "No, Jesus!" And I woke up and had to take a fucking shit. <laughs> Great, dude. Okay, wait. Did we bring up when Dad was like about that part? <laughs> Remember that? Should we save that for the next episode? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, cliffhanger. <laughs> cliff, cliff farter. Uh oh, I can I can end with a fart story though. Uh, I ripped ass Always really badly. Story. So. Every Thursday, I, I go up to the third floor and drop off my paperwork. Who listens? Someone's going to hear this from the church and judge me. Um, so I went up to the, I was getting in the elevator for the third floor, and I had like one of those things where like you get that little little girdle in your stomach. And like, is it a shit or is it a, a hot fart, as you would call it, or those little the stinky ones? And um, I fucking let loose in the elevator, and uh, second floor goes ding. I was like, uh. no, someone gets on. Never seen them before in my life, but they just this look of judgment and disgust comes over their face. And then I get off on the third floor, and they get off behind me, and I'm just trailing farts as I get out of the elevator. Uh, I was like, I'm so sorry. 
And uh, I don't know. I really hated myself that day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll end right there. Art story.